In this episode, I will be mostly talking about going to the Open Highway Music Festival. That's pretty much the whole show. I'm your host, Eric Brink, and you are listening to Empty Checking. Checkmates, how you doing? It's your old Uncle Derek coming to you on a uh, reasonably accurately temperatured day in St. Louis. Uh, got into the got into the 80s, sort of mid 80s, I think today. Uh, it's about right for June. That's not too bad. Uh, it was over over the weekend. It was it got a little cool on uh, Father's Day. It got down. It was only about in the mid 70s ish. But we're we're doing okay now. There's your. Here's your weekly empty checking weather report. Uh, hope you're hope you're doing well. I'm doing okay. Had uh, a very busy weekend, just a just a busy one. That uh, the cats got mad at me because I was just gone for most of the weekend, just and at weird times, especially for them. And we'll get into kind of why. We'll get into this further as we get deep in, deeper into the episode. But I attended a music festival, and then I went to a Father's Day gathering with my family and. It just, uh, it, uh, yeah, the cats were not happy, <laughs> they, and they let me know it in a couple of different ways, so, uh, I worked from home here today, I'm recording this on a Monday, I have, it, uh, maybe it'll go up Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, seems like the show's been going up Wednesday to Friday lately, um, sorry, but, you know, anyway, the, uh, cats, uh, I, I worked from home on Monday, and they were very, sort of, I could tell they were happy to have me here. They did have to kind of get shut away in a room while I brought in groceries for a little bit, and they weren't thrilled about that, but otherwise they seemed happy to have me home. So that's, uh, that's nice. We've been, we've been kind of pals today, and, uh, that's, that's been, that's been lovely. But over the weekend, I could tell they were like, hey, what are you doing, man? Like, this isn't cool. We, we, (laughs) we signed up to have you here, you know? Uh, so I, uh, you know, even when I do fun stuff, I feel bad that I'm, I'm leaving the cats, you know, because they, they, they just want me around and it's nice to be wanted in that way. And, uh, uh, I mean, the other people that I go to see want me around too, I guess, but they're, uh, not as small or cuddly as, uh, are the cats. So <laughs> no offense to anybody, but you're not, you're not small nor cuddly like my boys, but, uh, uh, it's been, it's been nice today. Uh, what else is going on? I, I don't, I don't have a lot to report to you, to be honest with you. I mean, the, the stuff that I have to report to you, I'm going to report to you in the proper part of the show. Uh, this is one where I, I might get through this quicker than our usual hour mark, but, uh, uh, we'll see how it goes. I guess all that, uh, lead up, just to say if you hear the cats running around in the background, it's because they have been wanting attention. And that's fine. I'm here to give it to them. So, uh, but they they may you know wrestle and 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 rumble and things. Um, they've got they've got a new box to play with. I had something delivered that's got a nice big size box that they could both fit in, but they are not getting in together. They're sort of fighting over it. Not even really fighting over it, but they're they're taking turns is what they're doing, and that's that's nice. So they got a new box. Not gonna, not gonna put a picture of the box on the on the blog. I don't think because it's it's that's uh, not 
really anything. But yeah, the cat's got a new box. They're excited about it. I just mentioned the blog, so let me do the rundown of the websites. If you like the show, and with content like this, who could possibly not be enthralled? Uh, if you like the show, there is a companion blog over at emptychecking.blogspot.com. The show itself is, ho- is hosted at emptychecking.podbean.com. It's on all of the podcast apps, I think, unless anybody changed their rules and didn't tell me. You're probably listening to it on an app right now, If it's but if it's not on your app of choice, please let me know and I will get it there. If you want to know more about me, go on over to derekbrink.com. Lots of stuff to click on there, mostly about my music career. Speaking of my music career, if you like the music that, that you hear throughout the show, you can download it for absolutely free over at emptychecking.bandcamp.com. No, I'm sorry, derekbrink.bandcamp.com. I got on autopilot there and forgot what I was saying. Derek Brink, I don't know if Empty Checking is, is a Bandcamp. Uh, maybe it should be. Uh, derekbrink.bandcamp.com. You can get it there. All you do is enter zero as your purchase price, and you can take it. I don't collect your email address. I won't even know if you took it. I would just love it if you loved it. You can pay as well if you want to, but feel free to take it for zero. Uh, You can email the show and tell me how dumb I am for not knowing my own web addresses at db at derekbrink.com. Those are my initials, db at derekbrink.com. And I reply to everybody who isn't mean to me in their email. And sometimes I reply to the people who are mean to me, too, but you wouldn't like getting those receipts from me. <laughs> like, I, uh, that's, uh, uh, I, uh, I give as good as I get, we'll just say. Um, but I, I generally just ignore the people who are mean, because what's, they're, they're pointless. There's, there's no reason to, you know, no reason to pick a fight on the internet, you know, especially when you're going out of your way to get into your email app to email somebody else who has to get into their email, like, you're, Go into a lot of trouble to be a jerk. So, like, I, that doesn't need to be honored. So most of the time I just ignore it. But, uh, you know, every, every now and one, every now and again, one hits me in a mood or gets, like, hits me in a certain way and I feel it necessary to engage. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. Uh, I've been very tired lately and I got a lot of sun this weekend, a lot of sun. And I just, I, 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 I don't feel like I've recovered yet. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the sun did something negative to me, um, <laughs> because I, uh, I don't see it that often. So I, I, you know, being out in it for several hours was kind of like, ugh, that's, what, why, why do people like this? You know, that's, uh, you know, that's just sort of how I feel about outdoor activities. I always feel like, why do people like this? We could be inside watching a movie or a TV show or listening to music. Why are we outside? And the answer to that is you sometimes go outside to also listen to music or to be around people who insist on being outside. And some of you watch sports. Uh, that's fine. But I, I, uh, I've, I've, felt <laughs> I've felt beat up and run down since I got home from the, the festival that we'll be talking about here in a little bit. I, uh, I've been feeling just weary because <laughs> it was a lot of time outside, a lot more time outside than I'm used to. Uh, and it wasn't that bad. It wasn't, you know, super hot, but it was hot enough that I was sweating a lot and I got dehydrated and just all that. And, uh, in my forties, it's taking me longer to recover from stuff like that than it did even in my thirties. So that's just kind of, that's a fun life change. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about some stuff today, have some fun. I will be playing my actual songs for you this time rather than just the guitar. I uh, I like just kind of noodling on the guitar while I'm you know in between 
segments, but, uh, you know, that's not for everybody. And also, this whole thing is low-key a reason, or a way, I guess, to, you know, promote my music, and the best way to do that is to play it. So I'm going to get back to playing it. Uh, but every now and again, maybe I'll just pop in, you know, on the show in, in future episodes and, and noodle around on the guitar, because I like doing that. And uh, the uh, Jason Isbell uh, signature Telecaster is very uh, open to noodling, I guess. So we got a decent show for you, I think. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to talk... We're really going to talk about one thing, but there's a lot of things revolving around that one thing. That's the kind of episode it is. So buckle in for that. There's going to be plenty of pictures over at the blog at emptychecking.blogspot.com for you to look at. And uh, if anybody else went to this thing that I'm going to be talking about, email me. Let me know about it. Let me know what you like liked. Let me know what you saw. If you saw me, let me know uh, that you didn't say hello and why you didn't say hello I'd, I'd 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 be interested in knowing that just statistically why people don't say hello to me i <laughs> i would like to know that quite a bit in the meantime uh we're going to we're going to have some fun i think here in the next little bit however long it goes we're already at 9 minutes we might hit an hour we might not let's find out together what do you say well, I thought I saw Upton Sinclair today Sitting in the park And I thought that I heard old Upton say That times are getting dark He said something about the right And something about the left And how these days it's hard being socialist I thought he died in 68 I'd have Oh, checkmates. I spent a very sweaty weekend in uh, Chesterfield, Missouri at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. Is that what they call it? I should I should have looked that up before I started, before I hit record. Um, uh, yeah, Chesterfield Amphitheater. Uh, over the weekend, I went to the uh, Open Highway Music Festival. 2023. Uh, I don't know how many festivals they've done there. This is my second time going to it. I went to the one in 2022 as well. I talked about that, I think, on an episode at the time. And that was a good lineup of artists. That was actually a really impressive lineup of artists. You had uh, uh, James McMurtry, you had Drive by Truckers, you had Hayes Carl, you had Margot Price, um, and... Others, I'm forgetting some because it's been a year, and I had uh, I went to another festival or another you know one of them, and uh, saw other bands that I have to know about because I'm talking to you about them. But the the one last year was great and had the festival in general on my radar, and I was just kind of like from from the moment that last year's ended, I thought oh, I I think I'd like to go to that next year, you know, and and I was just kind of already sort of planning, sort of low-key planning to do that. And then I saw the lineup for this year, and it was being headlined by Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. So that was a no-brainer for me. There were other bands I had heard of on the bill, but none I was particularly excited about. But I've I've missed Isbell the last couple of times he's been here, and I wasn't going to miss him again, you know? So I bought tickets for the whole festival for, you know, the two days and in seats, so I knew that I had a home base to return to, you know, and... Uh, I got I got excited. I got super excited. 
and my brother Dave, your Papa Dave, if you listen to the show, uh, went uh, went with me, and that was kind of almost a last-minute decision for him uh, due to various things. But he went with me, and I was glad to have him along and, and uh, certainly to have him driving and parking at the venue because uh, I'm not always great at concert parking. But, uh, uh, yeah, we, we had a good time. By the way, side note, it is pronounced Isbel, like Isbel. Uh, rather than Isbel, most people seem to say Isbel. I think it was the, I think it was his Mark Maron interview where I heard, where I heard him say, yeah, I, I pronounce it Isbel, but I'm, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, was the joke that he made. And he said that like a different chapter of his family corrects him. So Isbel is probably acceptable. He probably doesn't, you know, correct people on it anymore, but it, uh, he pronounces it Isbel. So I, I try to do that. I often end up saying Isbel. Because uh, everybody does, and you know, you hear something enough, it gets stuck in your head and it comes out your mouth. Uh, and so that's, that's, you know, my apologies. I'm sure there are many, many times throughout the life of this podcast where I've said it wrong. Um, but it should be Isbel. Anyway, headlined, but that's, uh, we'll get there. I, uh, I, 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 I really like this festival, I really like the Open Highway Festival. Just yeah, a good a uh, yeah, good Americana festival. That's right down my alley anyway. Right up my alley. It's in my alley. Uh, I uh, th- whatever. I I am adjacent to the same alley that it is adjacent to. We share an alley. Um, I like Americana music, and that's that's what this festival basically is. And that's a good time. And you know, smack dab in the middle of Missouri is a good place to have it. Actually, I guess smack dab on the eastern side of Missouri is a good place to have it. Uh, you know, not too far out from St. Louis and whatnot. And that's, you know, Chesterfield's a nice part of uh, part of the area. And the venue is very nice. I think every national act that I've seen take that stage has commented on how beautiful the venue is. Because uh, it really is nice. And you kind of, when you're there as an audience member, you kind of start taking it for granted because you just kind of, <laughs> you're just kind of there and you're there all day and it's hot and you're kind of like, yeah, all right, fine, this is just where we are for the next several hours. But the uh, the, the acts seem to really appreciate it and that's always kind of noticeable. And it is a good venue. My one gripe with it this year is that, uh, you know, it was summer and it was a hot day and you could bring in a water bottle if you wanted to, as long as it wasn't made of metal, non-metallic. Uh, you could bring in a water bottle, or you could buy water there. My one gripe is that, unlike last year, this year, they blocked off the one accessible water fountain there that, like, also has, like, a refill, uh, spout, so you could, like, put a bottle under it and fill it up with water for free. Yeah, they, they blocked that off this year, so you had to buy more water. It's kind of a shitty move, open highway. That's kind of a, kind of a shitty move. I get it. I, I really do get it. But don't do that next year, please. Some of us, uh, some of us have hydration issues, and we deserve to be able to, uh, what's the word, live. So please don't do that again. That was, that was a shitty thing to do. But other than that, very well run by very good people. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Very well run by very good people who have a passion for what they do and do it very well and are... I mean, you can tell every now and again that there are some folks who are learning on their feet, but I kind of like that about it, that it, it feels like, oh, this is this is being run by people who aren't that different from me, you know, and we, <laughs> like, what we have in common is we want to hear this kind of music, you know, and 
and that's uh, I I kind of like that. I kind of like the vibe of of the of the folks running it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just a good thing. And they and they set up food trucks outside there. I had some great food. Had uh, tacos from Waco Taco. Uh, that's spelled W O K hyphen the letter O Taco. You can hear Jonko rustling around in my in my blinds back there. Waco Taco had good tacos from there. A little bit trippy, but very good. Uh, very very enjoyable tacos. Also had more than one burger from uh, the High Point uh, Burger place that we have here that everybody goes nuts about. Uh, they had just you know basic burgers, just basic meat and cheese you know, on a bun type burgers, and you could put condiments on them. Nothing to write home about, really, but it, it, it was really good. <laughs> I don't know what they do differently, but I had a couple of those burgers, and it was really good, and their fries were really good. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. So I had some good food, had some good beers. They had the uh, Citywide uh, Pale Ale. They had the Schlafly stuff there. Didn't have a lot. I, I think I, all told, had three beers over two days, so it didn't have a ton, but, you know, had enough to enjoy myself. Didn't branch out, really. Just got the stuff I'm familiar with. Last year, there was a Logboat Brewing Company was there, and I discovered them and got into their Bobber beer, which I think I talked about last year on the show, and I bought that many times since. It's a good beer. Uh, but this year, I just kind of kept it simple. I'm talking about the food. Uh, <laughs> you want to hear reviews of the music, I bet. There's not even... I didn't take pictures of the food uh, to put on the blog. That would have been a good thing to do. Didn't do it. Uh, just got, uh, just ate it. So, let's move on from there. Point is, there were good restaurants with good, their food trucks out there. It was good food. Really enjoyed it. And, uh, maybe check those places out if you get a chance. Uh, the one regret I have is that, uh, Grace Chicken and Fish was out there again. And I really liked them last year. And I didn't get them this year. Because, uh, I just, lines were, you know, long. And the burgers were at least fast. So I kind of just got burgers. Uh, but the, the that's a, still a really great place. I'm I'm upset with myself that I didn't try that because I don't know where their physical location is. Uh, but they they were great last year, and uh, uh, yeah, I just didn't. I, and I also knew I was going to be having chicken on Father's Day. Like my brother had people over to his house, including our dad, for Father's Day, and he made chicken. So I didn't want to do overkill on chicken, you know. But yeah, uh, they, they had some really cool food trucks, is all I'm really trying to say. I've taken a very long time to say it. Of course, the uh, main event is the, uh, is, is, is the music. There's two days of music and a whole bunch of bands. I did not see anywhere near everybody because they had two stages running this year. And for the most part, I didn't wander over to the second stage because I am lazy. So I mainly just saw the main stage acts. In fact, I entirely saw the main stage acts. There was a couple of times between bands where I went to get, you know, a new burger or a new beer where I heard the other stage a little bit. And from what I could tell, everybody was doing fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it all sounded good. But I just, I didn't, uh, didn't engage with the second stage. That rhymed and you know it rhymed. Uh, sorry about that, second stage people. But uh, I am what I am and what I am is lazy. I didn't even see all of the acts on the main stage because of, you know, timing and that kind of stuff. Like, there's work involved, and I had to feed my cats, and, you know, traffic and things, and I just ended up not seeing everybody, you know? But what I saw, I really, really enjoyed. Night one, the first act I saw, I believe she actually opened the uh, the evening on the main stage, uh, Beth Bombara. 
which is how I say it. I think I feel like she said it differently from the stage, but I've been saying Beth Bombaro for like a couple of years, so that's going to be a hard one to break if I'm wrong. Uh, she's a St. Louis native, does really cool Americana-type music, really good stuff. She's got a new album coming out in August, so keep an eye out for that. She plays here pretty regularly. I think she's playing again in July here coming up, and I might check that out. Uh, she's great. She's great. She writes really great, wonderful, deep songs that also remain fun, and I, I really like that about her. Her, uh, her albums are great. Track down her stuff. It's not hard to do. Type B-E-T-H space B-O-M-B-A-R-A into your Google machine, and you will find her, She and you can buy her music. She's great. She's probably also on Spotify or one of those other soulless music sites. Uh, but go to like her website and buy stuff because that's she'll get money that way rather than st- streaming it on Spotify. Uh, yeah, she's a St. Louis artist who's making a big dent and you know regionally and and nationally, and it's just kind of nice. I've had had some of her music for a couple of years, and it's great. Uh, she's she's did a really solid set with some really you know, infectious earworms that. You know, you just you walked away wanting to take her music home with with you, and I walked out to the merch booth and she was there signing stuff and she was very nice and the only thing that she had musically I already had, uh, you know, so I uh, I instead bought a T-shirt and I'll put a picture of that on the blog. Got uh, got myself a Beth Bombara T-shirt which had a sticker on it telling you how to care for it, which means that I'm probably going to care for it wrong and it's going to fade in, in like the second wash, but that's that's okay. I want to support the artist, and it'd be nice if the t-shirt lasts, but uh, I'm, as we established, lazy, so I'm not going to do anything special for it, and we'll see what happens, basically. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's mostly just nice to see her doing something this size, you know, because it's a nice, big sort of amphitheater, and she, she killed it. She knocked it out of the park, and she was hanging around the next day, too. She kind of stayed at the festival and was popping backstage and popping out to the floor to see the bands that she wanted to see, and people were, you know, stopping her to get pictures and stuff because they went, oh, hey, I saw you last night, you know, and that's just good for her, you know? It's nice to see nice to see that kind of thing happening. So she she was a lot of fun, really enjoyed uh, Beth Bambara's set. And again, I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> From there, we took a little break. I believe at this point we got burgers or something, and uh, went out to uh, went back to the main stage to hear the heavy heavy. Now I was unfamiliar with the heavy heavy. I'd heard the name of the band, and uh, that's as much as I had heard. They are from England, which is interesting. English folks doing stuff that can be classified as Americana, although only just. I mean, it is Americana, but only just. Uh, they're from England. This was the, actually their first time in St. Louis. This was their first St. Louis gig, so that was kind of fun to be a part of. That was exciting for. For me, who appreciates stuff like that, uh, they they seem to have a lot of fun, and it easily transmitted to the crowd. The crowd had fun too when people were into it, and you know, kind of up and dancing and and having fun and applauding real loud at the right, right times. And they did a really good show. Really, really fun music with really great energy. Uh, the vocal harmonies are near Beach Boys quality of great. Like they just they really lock into each other very very well. Uh, they presently only have a uh, an EP out, and actually there's an extended version of the EP that kind of makes it a full record, but they were selling the six-song EP, and I picked that up, and I'll put a picture of that on the blog, too. They, uh, they, do, they do, I guess, kind of the Laurel Canyon sound, 
if that if that resonates with you. They they do the Laurel Canyon sound, a British band doing the Laurel Canyon sound better than anybody I've heard in the last decade or more. No offense to Jacob Dylan with his Echoes from the Canyon soundtrack thing that he did, but uh, the Heavy Heavy's got you beat, man. They're writing original stuff, and it sounds like that, and it's great, and everybody should check it out. Really great music. Really, really dig them. Can't wait for them to do more stuff. Really want to hear more from the Heavy Heavy. Right now, I'm stuck with just six songs. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to a full-length album, hopefully in the very near future. Great band. Check them out as soon as you can. Just really, really great band. You're going to love them. You're going to love them. Trust me on this. Listen to your Uncle Derek. Check out the Heavy Heavy. Google them. Now-ish. If, if, if you're available to do so. The uh, first night closed out with another band that I had heard of, but I hadn't really heard before. Other than as they kept going, I realized, oh, I've heard that song, you know, out and about before. Uh, or in something, or whatever. The band is Blackberry Smoke. And they're one of those bands that I didn't know what, quite what to think of when I went in, because I, you know, I saw their merch, and I, I did a little bit of research before going in. I listened to, you know, clips on YouTube, just brief clips that, you know, whatever popped up, you know, and who knows if you're getting the right information there. And I went, yeah, this, they might be fine, you know? Like, in my head, my brother put it this way the other night, and in my head, I'd always lumped them in with Leonard Skinner, and I wasn't sure if that was fair, you know? Because I, and, you know, no offense to Skinner, but you're either a Skinner guy or you're not, and I'm kind of not, you know? Like, that's just, that's a version of this music that I'm I'm not super into. And I, I kind of just assumed from their image and from their artwork and the titles that I'd seen and so on that Blackberry Smoke was probably very much in the same camp as Leonard Skinner. You know, in that camp of, it's fine, but sort of just fine. And I was right. Uh, they're basically like that. Uh, they're, they're fine. They're fine. I didn't hate them or anything like that, but I also didn't love them. They didn't blow me away. They're, they're basically a modern Leonard Skinner or, or Almond Brothers kind of thing, which is, which is fine. It's excellent musicianship. Excellent musicianship. But, you know... Just, I don't want to be unkind. Like the thing that, the thing that jumps out at me about bands like that is that I I don't have much to grab onto in the lyrics, and I feel this way about Skinner too. Despite the fact that I've played a lot of Leonard Skinner and bands, uh, I I feel this way about Skinner too. Just not a lot to write home about in the lyric department, because yeah, like just yeah. We're, we're, we're gonna rock, and we're gonna drink, and we're, there's gonna be women, and we're gonna rock this party, and we're gonna party, and we're gonna keep the party rocking with drinking and women and weed and drinking and women and rock. That's, that's what the lyrics are. And that's fine. That's fine, but it's, it's not my kind of fine. You know what I mean? It didn't blow me away, and I was hoping to be blown away. That's, the, that's really all I'm saying. If they're the kind of thing that you like then they're the kind of thing that you're really going to like. You know, for the kind of person that likes that kind of thing, that's the kind of thing that kind of person likes. That's, that's how I feel about Blackberry Smoke. Really good musicians. Really good musicians. I don't want to take a thing away from them. And if, the, if they are your cup of tea, absolutely, please keep drinking that tea. Keep supporting them. They, they're, they're for you. They're just not for me. And that's okay. And I'm not looking down on you if they're for you. We just have different tastes in that way. And that's all right. That's all right. 
they were a very good headlining act. You know what? Even not being a fan of theirs, even kind of sitting there going, yeah, I, I get it. It's fine. I still, you know, kept engaged with the show. I still kept watching. I didn't, you know, I didn't drift off or anything. I, I still, yeah, okay, they put on a good show. They're, they, I understand the appeal of their live show, you know? Like, I, I still, they still, you know, they still had my attention. If a band sucks, they lose my attention. They didn't, they didn't suck. They kept my attention. They're just not for me. I feel like I'm defending this to someone who is not here presenting the other side of the argument. Uh, if you do like Blackberry Smoke, email me. T tell me, like, convince me, please. Like, tell me what I should be listening to to be convinced. Because I offered you a summary of what I heard. And I suspect, I highly suspect, that probably what I heard is the stuff that they use to hook in a certain kind of fan. And that probably their album tracks go deeper and go into a direction that I would appreciate a little more. I suspect that. However, they have like nine albums, and I'm never going to find that out unless somebody tells me what to pull up on Spotify. You know? <laughs> so, like, tell me that, and if I find stuff that I like, I'll end up buying it from them in a way that they get paid rather than streaming it on Spotify, and we'll all benefit. I'll find a new band that I really like, and you'll uh, have been right. I guess. But Blackberry Smoke, again, fine. Absolutely fine. Didn't hate them. Just also didn't love them. But they were a very good closing act to night one. I absolutely understood why they were in that position. And uh, they, they should have been. They brought in a, a good crowd. A lot of people there in Blackberry Smoke shirts. Like a lot more than you might have thought if you didn't you know, know how big they are, because they are really big. And, like, I know that I'm the one who's like, what, you know, what do you mean you don't like Blackberry? How can you not like Blackberry? You know, I, I know, believe me, I know I'm the weird one. But, uh, yeah, they're, they, had a, they had a big audience, man. Their audience is huge, and good for them, and good for, good for their audience. Sincerely, good for their audience. We then, uh, we left, uh, we actually left during their encore to get a jump on traffic, uh, no offense to anybody on that, either. People get mad when you say that. I've left during the encore to bands that I've loved before. <laughs> so that's, uh, just cause, like, you know, it's getting late, and I got cats at home that I need to, you know, pet and feed and things, and, you know, that that's... It, it, us leaving early was in no way a commentary on the band. Uh, we, we left, and we had, you know, a few... We had a, a night's sleep and a couple hours before, uh, before night two. Night two, or I guess I should say day two, because it started at like 2 p.m. We got there probably around 4, because uh, Dave had to work, and I wasn't going to go early, you know? <laughs> so we, we missed quite a bit of the second day, but, you know, we, we, saw, we saw three bands. It still felt worth the money and all that, but yeah, we missed a little bit in there. Our apologies to those acts who are definitely listening to this. Uh, day two was the day that I was particularly interested in seeing, because Jason Isbell was coming, you know? And uh, here's... I, I don't remember if I said this on the show uh, the other week. If I didn't, then... It, it, if I did, you're getting a rerun. Sorry. Um, when I got my Jason Isbell Telecaster... See, there I go. Isbell. Isbell. See? It's, it's hard. When people say the wrong thing all the time, and you keep hearing it, you're going to say the wrong thing, eventually. That's, that's how Trump got elected. People kept hearing the wrong thing over and over again, and then they started saying it too. That's, that's what happens. 
<laughs> His name's pronounced Hezbollah. <laughs> it's not not exactly the same thing, but it's a decent illustration. Uh, when I got my Jason Isbel Isbel Telecaster, uh, I tweeted at Mr. Isbel and said, "Hey, I got yeah, I got this guitar. I bought one of your guitars. Uh, I don't want you to autograph the guitar because I want to play it." And to anybody who doesn't understand that, if you autograph, like, the lacquer finish on a guitar, uh, eventually, through just playing that guitar, that autograph is going to wear away. You know? So if you're going to autograph a guitar, you are then going to hang that guitar on the wall and then never play it again. And I want to play this guitar. So I just said, hey, I, I don't want you to autograph the guitar because I want to play it, but would you autograph the inspection card that came with it if I can catch you in the wings at, uh, you know, the St. Louis gig in, in June? And he replied to me and said, yeah, if you can't find me, send it with so-and-so. I'm not going to repeat names because I don't want to bother anybody at future gigs. But he said, send it with so-and-so and he'll get it to me. Uh, just like, awesome, that's great. And so, like, I was super excited for that day for weeks, you know, <laughs> and, and it finally arrived. And, uh, like, the whole time I was just thinking, how, how, how is this going to work? What, is this going to work? You know. Um, and I went to uh, the place where... Like I, I could I figured out pretty quick that you know I'm not gonna see him in the wings. That's just not gonna happen. I'm not gonna see him just milling about back there. So even being an open air festival and there being easy visibility to the back of the stage, I'm just I'm still not gonna spot him. So I, I went looking for the guy that he told me to look for. And I went looking where he told me to look, basically. And the guy wasn't there because uh, of how things were structured at the festival. So I talked to the people where he should have been, and they said, yeah, we've seen him. He's not here right now because we're doing this. Uh, if we happen to see him, we'll tell him that somebody's looking for him. I don't, you know, I was like, well, what should I do? They were like, I don't know. I was like, okay, got it. You know, <laughs> so I was like, all right, they're not going to be helpful. <laughs> like they, I think they wanted to be helpful. They're not going to be able to be helpful is what I, is what I mean. So I kind of thought, all right. I'm going to try something else. This is a real long shot, but I'm going to try it. There was a security guard leaning on sort of the fencing, keeping the audience from the backstage area. And I walked up to him and I said, Hey, pardon me, can I talk to you for a second? He said, Yeah, sure. And he was very pleasant and polite immediately. I thought, Okay, he's actually he's at least going to hear me, you know? <laughs> and I said, Hey, uh, I, I, I want to ask you something. And just so you know, it's totally cool that you're going to say no at the end of this. And he said, Okay, what's going on? I said, All right. A couple weeks ago, I bought one of Jason Isbell's signature Telecasters. I contacted him on Twitter. Here's the tweet. And, you know, he said, yeah, do this. Have you have you seen this guy by any chance? He said, no, I, I don't know that guy. I haven't seen him. Uh, you know, everybody's everywhere. So I'm, I'm not sure. I said, okay, is there anything you can think of that, you know, maybe you could help me out a little? Like, I don't, I don't need to meet him. You know, I don't need to meet Jason Isbell. But, uh, I, I, you know, if, if he doesn't want to be met, I don't need to meet him. But I just, I would really like to get this card to him so he could, you know, put his name on it like he said he would. And the guy said, yeah, yeah, let me, let me see what I can do. You know, let me, I'll, if I, you're sitting right there, I've been, you know, seeing you all day. If, if I can figure something out, I'll flag you down and, and we'll, you know, he, he was real polite about it. His name's, his name's Michael. 
Uh, thank you so much, Michael, for the rest of this story. He was the nicest security guy I've ever met in my life. Like, I was just like, I was like, wow, the little bit of power he had did not go to his head. He's a real human being. That's awesome. You know, like that, <laughs> that's, he was the absolute opposite of every security guard I've ever dealt with. Um, the cats are wrestling around in their new box. Uh, yeah, so he was, you know, he said that, and I kind of walked away thinking, you know, I, he's probably still not going to be able to do anything. He said he hadn't even seen that guy. He doesn't know who he is. He probably can't help, but, you know, it's he at least did a very good job of making me feel good about it, you know? Because, honestly, I'll be, I'll be completely transparent with you. I was hoping that I would see Isbell's guy. Isbell's guy. Damn it. <laughs> I was hoping I'd see that guy, and I'd say, uh, hey, this is what's going on. He'd say, oh, yeah, sure. Come with me to the backstage, and I will introduce you. Yeah, I was hoping that would happen. Hoping against hope. I mean, I'm a realist. I knew that wouldn't happen. But I was secretly in the in the heart of hearts, which is the smaller heart inside of my larger heart. I was hoping that that would happen, but uh, obviously that wasn't going to happen. And I talked to a really nice security guard that was really polite, and I thought, you know, at, at least it was a polite conversation. That's fine. I'm going to sit down and enjoy the show. Uh. A little bit of time goes by, and I know I'm glossing over bands here. I'll, I'll get back to the bands. A little bit of time goes by, and that guy kind of, you know, tries to get my attention and eventually sends somebody else over to get my attention. And the guy says, hey, he wants to talk to you. I said, oh, okay, great, thank you. And I went back down to Michael and I said, hey, what's going on? He said, hey, uh, if you can leave your card with me, if you can leave your, uh, you know, card that you want signed with me, I think I can get it to to the guy you're looking for. So if you can give that to me, you know, get it, just hand it to me. I'll take it. I'll get it to that guy. Check back with me probably right before you know Jason goes on, and hopefully I'll have it for you. I said, great, thank you very much. You know, what's your name? Thank you so much, Michael. I really appreciate you looking into it. The guy was actually working on it. What are the odds of that? He was actually working like a stranger was helping a stranger with something that didn't matter. You know? <laughs> and that was awesome. So I hand him the card, and I go back and I sit down, and a, n another band plays, and, you know, kind of sitting around and whatnot. And eventually I kind of go back over and say, hey, any news yet? No, nope, not yet, but I think it's coming. So he had handed it off, you know? I said, cool, man, thanks, really appreciate it. And I wander off, and I kind of sit down, and we're between bands, we're right before Isbel's about to go on, and I see him wave at me. I see Michael wave at me. And I just, like, jump up and run over. <laughs> I'm so excited. And he's like, here you go, man. And hands it to me, and it's got the signature on it. I know what Isabel's signature looks like, and it's real. And uh, I just like, thank you so much, man. I, I can't thank you. And, you know, shook his hand and everything and, and went back to my seat. And, like, what a couple of the people I didn't know around me were like, do you know somebody? It was like, kind of, because like, <laughs> this just happened. And like, oh, that's awesome, you know. So that, that was, like, a whole thing for me. I was really happy about it. And, like, later that night, I went back on Twitter and said, and posted a picture of it and said, thank you so much, Jason, Jason and, you know, Michael at Open Highway Fest. Really, this means a lot. You know, whatever I said. I don't remember exactly what I said. Uh, and Isabel liked it, so they're thereby confirming the signature, you know? So that was that was all very nice. So, like, if nothing else, it was really good for me to have a moment of, like, humanity being nice to humanity. Just nice people being in the right place at the right time. Because I'm so often curmudgeonly and just angry. You know, I, I try not to be that way with strangers, but boy does it come out sometimes. It's gotten better, I think, because of the cats mostly. But yeah, I, I have my moments. 
I got a got a little bit of an anger problem. Never physical, but I I, I say some shit. I say some shit. And uh, but it was really nice to be in a situation where. I asked politely, I respected people's privacy, I respected people's authority, I did things the way you were supposed to do it, and I met nice people, and they were helpful people, and they went a little bit out of their way to be nice to me, because I went a little bit out of my way to be polite to them in asking a question that they had every right to say no to. But it worked out. And I've got Jason Isbell's autograph on my... On my Fender inspection card, and that's going to go in a frame on my wall. And that's awesome. I mean, yeah, I would have loved to go back there and meet him. But I've, I've actually met him before. I met him when he was still in Drive-By Truckers. Uh, but Which is almost cooler <laughs> than meeting him now. Uh, but uh, I've met him before, and that's you know, fine. I didn't need to meet him. It would have been nice to you know meet him again and just kind of say hey i've followed you since the decoration day album and like a good job man <laughs> you know like that that's really all i would have wanted to say and thank you so much for the autograph that's all i would would have wanted to say uh that you know that would have been cool but what happened still really cool and really affirming of humanity and we all need that from time to time you know now let's talk about the bands. <laughs> now that, uh, like, that, that's th- what happened as, like, I sat back down and I had my card and I put the card in my, you know, kind of front shirt pocket and I sort of leaned back and uh, I think I think there was an actual sigh of relief because, like, that was all I was thinking about all day is, like, is this going to work out? Is this going to work out? Like, I was almost not enjoying myself. I was borderline not enjoying myself because I was so focused on this. Uh, but then it worked out and I think I, literal sigh of relief, and I turned to my brother and said, all right, I can go. <laughs> and, you know, and we kind of laughed, and we, well, of course, we're going to stick around for the show. But uh, uh, that was an awesome experience. But I also saw some, at, at, at least one additional awesome band. Uh, the first band that we saw on day two when we walked in was a band that is local in nature called Sleepy Rubies. Uh, really good music, uh, but uh, uh, I don't... I don't want to be hypercritical of anybody local. I don't want to talk shit on anybody, especially anybody local. I don't want to talk shit on anybody, really, on this show. But uh, the one of the Sleepy Rubies, uh, I am unsure if it was Sleepy or Ruby, uh, just kept making fart jokes. That was like the entirety of the stage banter, which... Uh, I... I don't particularly care for fart jokes. I mean, everybody makes fart jokes from time to time. I'm sure if you go back through this show, you'll probably find examples of me making a fart joke or two. Probably not a lot of them, because I don't care for them. I don't particularly find that that funny. But she just kept making them, and largely the same one, and referring back to it, and just over and over again. It was like the only beat that she had to make, and like it just kept happening. The music was good, but the stage banter made me kind of not care. Like, I was kind of like, all right, fine, more fart jokes. Just please stop. Please stop. Like, has anyone ever just asked you to please stop with the fart jokes? Because somebody should ask you to please stop with the fart jokes. I don't know this person. It may be that they were having a weird day, that they felt like they were being overlooked at the festival or something because everyone was there to see Jason Isbell. Uh, maybe they just thought, it doesn't matter what I say, so they made a bunch of fart jokes. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe they're a wonderful person in every other way. 
But it was just one of those things where, boy, if you'd have talked less, I would have enjoyed it more, and I probably would have taken home a CD, because a lot of the music was really my cup of tea. But I just kept going back to... Uh, okay, so there's a brief pause between songs. Here comes another fart joke. You know, and I, I just... It took me out of it. It took me out of enjoying the performance. Sometimes your stage banter means at least as much as your songs. You know, if you're going to have stage banter. Ideally, get out there, assault people with music, and leave. Say, like, two things in between songs if you have to. You know, but uh, that's that's my kind of show. But if you're going to say stuff, make it worth saying. And don't just keep saying the same thing. And maybe switch it up from farts to burps sometimes. I, I don't know what would have helped. All I know is, like, that took me out of becoming a fan. You know, because it really was good music. Excellent singing voices on the Rubies. Excellent singing voices. Very good musicianship across the band. But I just couldn't quite get there, you know? And I think I would if I had heard the music first. And I think if I were already a fan, I would have heard that and gone, yeah, all right, she's being weird. You know, <laughs> but I, I walked in not not yet a fan, and I walked out not a fan because of the stage banter, which is such a weird reason to not invest in a band. Because, I mean, it wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like she was saying offensive, like, racial stuff or anything. She was making fart jokes. But, like, that was enough to keep me away. You know what I mean? But good music. Good music. If you, uh, if you listen to the music, you're really gonna enjoy it. Assuming that the lyrics aren't also about farting. I have no idea. Maybe the lyrics are all about farting. I'm not sure. But, it's, 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 you know... Give them a listen. I'll go that far. Give the Sleepy Rubies a listen on wherever you can listen to them. I don't know what they have out there exactly. But the music's very good. Excellent singing voices. But I just didn't buy in for the reasons stated. The next act up was a breath of fresh air, and not just because of all the farting. Uh, S.G. Goodman. See, I did a fart joke there, but it was a one-off and it was a throwaway. Uh, and we're moving on. Uh, S.G. Goodman was the next act up. S.G. Goodman is a singer-songwriter, and uh, she is outstanding. I had not, uh, I had no exposure to her previous other than seeing her name on stuff here and there. Uh, and I know that she's touring with Isbel in a couple of weeks. She's doing a, a, a run of shows with them. Uh, but I didn't really know anything about her. Blew me away. Absolutely outstanding. Very, she was very charming. Just a very charming personality. She was hilarious. She said really, really funny things and said it in a funny way. Uh, she sounds like your southern aunt, or my southern aunt, anyway. Uh, just you, know, very, you, you just know that when you tell her something that you did that was stupid, her response is, I will bless your heart. You, you just know that that's what she says. <laughs> like, she's got that kind of personality to her. Hilarious. Hilariously funny. Her stage banter was fantastic. But beyond that really great songwriting. I was absolutely in love with her songwriting. There was just stuff that I I, 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 I can't say enough. I, I, and I don't know what to say. S.G. Goodman blew me away. I was stunned by how much I, I liked S.G. Goodman. Great songwriting from someone who seems to be a really warm, fun person, you know? That's all you can ask for, and more. Uh, actually, there is one more thing you could ask for. You could ask for her to have merch. 
at the show. She didn't have any merch. Uh, someone, in fact, in the crowd even asked if she did, and she said, no, we didn't know where to put it. We never could find the music tent, the music uh, stand, the merch stand here. We don't know where, we didn't know where to put it, so we don't have it. Best thing I could tell you is go online, Google me, <laughs> go online, you'll find it, <laughs> you know. And uh, so when I got home, I went online and I found it. Uh, so I've got a couple of CDs that are going to be coming to me here probably this week of S.G. Goodman stuff. She has two albums out, and uh, I'm looking forward to both of them because if they're anything like what she's like live, boy, that uh, that's going to be some great listening. Uh, almost bought a t-shirt on the internet as well, but, uh, the t-shirt wouldn't ship until sometime in July, and who knows if I still want a t-shirt by then. You know, <laughs> that's, uh, the odds are I will eventually be back to her website and buy, and buy a t-shirt, but we're just going with the music now. Plus, this was an expensive weekend, man. The food was expensive, the beer was expensive, the merch was probably expensive, I didn't actually get a receipt on that, they didn't have the prices posted. Uh, I just bought blindly. It's unfortunately who I am at a merch booth. Uh, but yeah, S.G. Goodman, I've got her music on its way to me now, too, because I just really loved her performance and just sort of fell in love with her as a performer. Not in like a... She doesn't have to worry about that, but just like fell in love with her personality and just kind of like, oh, I want to I spend a lot more time listening to this person, you know? And so I, I am going to do that. I got two CDs on their way. Really great performance, and very low-key, you know, not a lot to talk about with the stage show. I mean, honestly, not a lot to talk about with anybody's stage show on this band. It's Americana acts. You don't have you don't have the Pink Floyd laser light show happening. You got basically people going out onto a stage playing guitar and singing, you know, and that's that's it. That's, that's what you got, and that's what she did, and it was perfect and gorgeous and wonderful, and I, I want to hear nothing but her right now, <laughs> you know? She was fantastic. So S.G. Goodman did her wonderful set and then got off the stage and there was about an hour of downtime and that's when, you know, I got my card with the signature on it and just kind of sat there basking in the glow of humanity being good and on my and on my side for once. And then Jason Isbell took the stage and, I mean, come on, it's Jason Isbell. I bought his fucking signature guitar. You think I might have enjoyed the show? Uh, started off with one of the songs off the new record. Uh, started off with uh, uh, Save the World, which is one of my favorites off the new record. By the way, update on the new record. I uh, I started out, I, I think last week, I said that my first listen, I wasn't sure about it. By the third listen, it got its hooks in me. Uh, it's now my favorite Jason Isbell record. Sorry, Southeastern. You're second place now. Uh, it... it, it probably his best work. And I'm not the only person saying that. Uh, yeah, like, uh, not just because I got his autograph. I'm not the only person saying that. Probably his best work. Weather Veins. Check it out. It's phenomenal. It's a little dark. It's a little gloomy in places. But it is phenomenal. It's, in my opinion, his best album. Um, so he started off with one of the songs off that. He played a lot of the songs off that. Which, by the way, that's just been in my player for the past week. So... I'm I'm pretty familiar with the songs by now, but even even so, like those songs in the set already feel like old friends. I'm just like, yeah, this is perfect. Of course he's do he's gonna do that song, you know. And like that album's so strong. Like if he if he never wrote outfit, oh, well, if he never wrote outfit, he probably wouldn't be <laughs> where he is right now. But like if 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 there was a world where outfit somehow got erased, we've still got cast iron skillet off the new one, you know. 
Like, he, he just, he knocked it out of the park with this album, and he played most of the stuff that I wanted to hear off of it. I mean, honestly, at the sacrifice of a couple of songs, I probably would have wanted to hear from his back catalog, but that's okay. It was just odd to, like, every experience I've had with Ezbel so far is I've gone to a show and he's he's played Go It Alone, and he didn't this time, and that was weird. And, you know, of course, there were people lamenting that he didn't play Outfit or he didn't play Decoration Day, or, you know, the old DBT stuff, you know, which he doesn't need to do anymore. You know, like, he, he didn't do, you know, and that was fine with me, partially because I've seen him do that, you know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I just, I, I, I loved what I heard, you know, and there were some great guitar moments, and there were some, there were some moments from the album, uh, last week I was talking about the album being overproduced, which it still is, but overproduction is not always a bad thing, sometimes overproduction serves a song, and it does on this album. Uh, but there were a couple of things that he did that I, like hearing it on the record, I thought, well, he's not going to be able to recreate that live. And then he recreated it live. He uh, <laughs> he just nailed it. Just nailed it. He's he's doing such incredible work right now. And uh, if you get a chance to see Isbell on the current tour, go see him. If you don't get a chance to see him on the current tour, then at least listen to the album. At least listen to the album, and listen to the album, and listen to the album. It's a phenomenal album. He put on a wonderful performance, and I, I just I don't know what else to say about it. You had to be there. You had to be there. At one point, Sadler Vaden took over lead vocals and did an old Driving and Crying song. That was something, you know? He's added to the band. Uh, well, uh, Jimbo Hart, his usual bass player, was uh, out uh, with a personal issue. And uh, so the person playing bass for him right now is uh, named Anna Butters, who it took me a while to, to remember the name. Uh, Anna Butters uh, has played bass with a whole bunch of people, including Amy Mann. Uh, so I love her uh, because uh, you know my love of Amy Mann, which is a weird crash together of things for me. Like, I love Jason Isbell. I love Amy Mann. There's Anna Butters, you know, <laughs> and that kind of worked. He's also added a multi-instrumentalist in the back. That if you're not paying attention, you know, blinking, you could miss him. Uh, Will Johnson, just you know, just the guy from Centromatic. Will Johnson is now in the 400 unit, playing background guitars and you know whatever else he wants to play, a little bit of drums, and just you know helping round out the sound even further. Uh, I, I didn't expect to see Will Johnson. I knew he had added a drummer. I saw on social media somewhere that he had added, you know, an additional drummer and he'd be doing other stuff too. And I just, I don't know if I didn't see the name or if the name just didn't click with me at the time, because I mean, Will Johnson is a pretty common name, uh, you know, two common names kind of. Uh, but yeah, Will Johnson, I kind of got there and went, oh my God, that's Will Johnson. <laughs> yeah, that's a guy, Centromatics, Will Johnson, of course, you know, and that kind of blew me away that I got to, I, I never got to see Centromatic, but I saw him in the 400 unit, you know? Uh, so that was kind of good news for me as well. And he, he just, he's, he's just doing so well. He's doing such cool things. And this is a weird thing to say, cause I don't know him, but having, Having seen him the first time in DBT when they played the Duck Room in St. Louis, which has a capacity of 350 people and was not full, that being my first exposure to Jason Isbell, and then compared with, you know, for all intents and purposes, a sold-out crowd at Chesterfield, and then you look at him doing, you know, his other shows across the country, doing Red Rocks, doing Austin City Limits, etc., etc. It was one of those things where I went, you know, it's... I, I would love... 
to still be able to get within inches of the stage and you know when he holds out the guitar over the crowd to be able to hit the strings. I would still love to be able to do that because I used to do that in the DBT days and it was awesome and it was loud and you got right up next to him and that was awesome and great. But I'm so proud that I don't get to do that anymore. I'm so proud of him, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, uh, that's that's kind of the experience that... I mean, you only get that with, with like, an indie performer, you know? There are very few people out there just like, oh, yes, it's so wonderful what's happened with those lovely boys and the Beatles. You know, very few people had that experience. A lot more people had that experience with Isbell, and I'm one of them. And that's, uh, that's kind of a wonderful place to be as a fan. So he went out, and he killed it, and we, you know, got in our car and went home, and I got home and pet my cats and finally fed them and went to bed and got up the next day and felt like a train hit me <laughs> because I was dehydrated and my muscles were sore from jumping up and down and stuff, and, and uh, it was worth it. And later that night, we had Father's Day. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good weekend. It was a good festival. Uh, I feel like I'm leaving out a lot of things I wanted to say just about the festival itself. Uh, go on over to the blog and see pictures of the merch I got. I, I think I mentioned the uh, Beth Bombera shirt. Uh, I think I mentioned the Heavy Heavy CD. I also bought a shirt of just the festival logo on sort of the pocket area with the full you know, list of bands on the back of it. That's, yeah, I thought that was cool. Uh, bought a red Jason Isbell shirt, Isbell shirt, and bought an Isbell hat as well. See, I keep mispronouncing his name, man. It's, it's hard to remember stuff. It's just hard to remember stuff, even when you know better. Uh, so yeah, I bought a lot of merch, and uh, full review of the uh, SG Goodman stuff coming later, I guess. It was a really good festival. It was a really good weekend. I walked away very happy. And uh, you should check it out next year. But not, not, uh, don't check it out so hard that I can't get a ticket, because I'm planning on going back. And I don't even know what the lineup is yet. I, I guess unless the lineup just, like, sucks. But, you know, probably won't suck. And I'll probably be there. And maybe you will, too. And we'll get to say hi and have a checkmate meetup. Is that a thing? Are people doing that yet? You having checkmate meetups? Anybody finding others through this show? That'd be, that'd be weird. Anyway, I had a good time at the festival. Thought you'd like to hear about it. Check out anything that I said that sounded interesting to you. And uh, have a good time with it. Because that's what we're about here on this show. Finding stuff to have a good time. Okay, that that was a show. We got an hour out of that. Just about, anyway. By the time I'm done with this, we'll, we'll be at an hour. Uh, happy belated Father's Day to anybody who uh, is one, or has one, or in some way feels justified in having it said to you. I don't know what your situation is, but if it applies to you, happy Father's Day. Uh, had a good Father's Day with my family. Got together with... You know, Dave's family and, and, and dad and, and, and Susan, dad's significant other. Um, 
and yeah, we just we got together and spent and had some food and spent some time together and and exchanged gifts and stuff, and uh, it was a good time. Don't have a lot else to say about that. It was just a good time. Nice to hang out with family. Don't do that enough these days. So it was, it was nice to get to. Um, otherwise, uh, uh, yeah, I just I in my what little free time I've had lately, I've spent it hanging out with the cats. I could actually use just two days off in a row, which I think I've got this upcoming weekend, but I could use a couple of weekdays off just to replenish. That's not going to happen. But, uh, uh, yeah, I got to spend some time with my cats in my downtime, which they appreciated because they have noticed that I've been gone different hours and late hours and more hours this whole weekend. They're like, dude, what? You're not supposed to have a life outside of us. What are you doing? Uh, but they, uh, they've been, you know, as good as you can expect them to be. They're sweet boys. But I, I could tell that they've been missing me. So it's been nice to be home and hanging out with them and petting them and snuggling with them and waking up in the middle of the night and they're just standing on me. You know, that's that's kind of wonderful. Just like, oh, okay, you just want to be here. Okay, that's nice. Hey, buddy. You know. Um, they're the best boys, my John Cohen McGuire. I should make t-shirts that say best boys and have little, you know, like drawings of cats on them. That, 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 that'd, be, that'd be good merch. I should have merch. Keep talking about maybe having merch. Somebody tell me how to do merch, and I'll I'll make that happen. Uh, I don't uh, like merch. The Baptist am I? I don't think I'm the one who will be doing it. I think I'm looking for the one who will follow me. You know, <laughs> who will actually put my merch out there. So uh, if that's in your wheelhouse, please uh, please let me know. Otherwise, uh, again, belated Happy Father's Day. Happy uh, whatever day of the week it is. Hope you're doing well. Uh, hope you're, hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Please remember that there is still all kinds of stuff out there that wants to make you sick. So do whatever you need to do to keep yourself healthy, happy, and safe. Please remember that black lives matter, that LGBTQIA plus rights are human rights, that women's rights are human rights, and that I shouldn't have to tell you any of that. And checkmates, be good to each other, because you know what? It's nice when people are good to each other. I got to experience that this week. So be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Forgive each other and forgive yourself. And while you're doing all that, check us out next time. I should just think of him as a bull. Jason is bull. (laughs) 